tired, I'm starving, I'm ready. I ain't with the gas, the only time I'm on the letters when I'm writing with this pen. Rappers can't be friends, y'all can play pretend, but see my system on the fridge, so I can't join up with you kids. Adam gave a rib, and you just feed these women lies and keep some diamonds in the hill. I'm cut from a different cloth, and this cloth couldn't wipe no tears. See, I'm trying to top me a tear. They trying to topple me off, but they do it like they sisters. Kind of sloppily all, and I'm feeling like yourself. Out of pocket and charged, I probably take it too far. I probably take it to Mars. You probably take it a yard. I take you right to the yard for the mic. Gotta do it all for the wall, for the mic. I'm here, the stars go too far for the mic. On everything I love, all we love is this life. For the love, for the mic. Yeah. Gotta do it all through the wall for the mic. Head to the stars, go too far for the mic. On everything I love, all we love is this life. For the love, for the mic. For the love, for the mic. Yeah. You are now locked in to WPPM, LP Philadelphia, 106.5 FM. And this is The Mic, hosted by Isaac Patterson VI and Jalil Muhammad. Amplify the culture. My name is Isaac Patterson VI, and welcome to The Mic, man. Welcome to The Mic. I'm excited for today's show, man, with my with my co-host, with my co-host as always, the soul of the show. You are ready. Yeah, yeah. Jay So Guapo, bro. What's up with you? What's up with you? How you doing, man? I'm, Bro, to be honest, man, I am pooped, bro. Like, three you days. You look like it. Listen, three <laughs> days, back to back promotion and 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 like having gotten into like 6 a.m each night oh really but i'm back up and i'm at it you look like you was up doing something last (laughs) night bro you look like you was out there partying a little bit like you was having a little bit of fun three nights of fun bro like i'm about to take a break off it for you know today and tomorrow and i'm right back at it friday you already (laughs) you already know it's gemini season yeah yeah but that's one of those things. It's like, like you gotta when 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 you're out there partying, uh, we're out there doing your thing, right? You're out there grinding, like at all. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger always says, you gotta get six hours of sleep in, and the whole rest of the time you gotta be grinding, doing what you do. Oh no, see Arnold Schwarzenegger wrong, man. I get like two hours of sleep in, bro. I'm, <laughs> I'm right back at it. No sleep, oh, no breaks. Yeah. <laughs> you on it? That's what I like all summer. Man, yeah. <laughs> same, same time. Yeah, I got, I got, I got to get get more into that, man, because because I'm I'm way more of a procrastinator kind of bull. Yeah, and I mean, our guest today, he went to high school with me, so he kind of already knows. Like, I, I'm I'm one of those bulls that like, if I can sit down and do nothing, I will absolutely sit down and do nothing. Oh nah, bro. <laughs> I, listen, listen, this show, this show is like one of going to be one of the highlights of this year, bro. I'm telling you, everybody. That's making a move. Everybody that's doing something, they working, they putting in work, they going to have to stop here. Well, yeah, absolutely. They, what you, what was you going to say? No, you know what's crazy? He was like the smartest dude in class, bro, but he just, like you said, procrastinating. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it was crazy, but but um, let's get into today's show. Actually, but first I wanted to get into a, a, a very, very quick album review of of three albums that came out uh, uh, last week which was um which last week was a big week for hip-hop in terms of all the albums that came out code of the friend released the album i didn't get get around listening to the whole thing uh just yet code of the friend released the album called photo megan the stallion released fever uh dj Khaled released father of Assad. um who else released something um, oh, it was uh, uh, an entirely creative release, e- Igor. So I want to go um, boys first, girls last, um, and start off with DJ Khaled. This is going to be a real, real quick review, right? DJ Khaled, all summer smashes, and he was just throwing all of them at the wall to see which one sticks the most. Okay. I feel like the one that sticks the most to me is probably still top off, 
um, with uh, Beyonce and Jay Z and all them in Future. Um, I feel like the second Meat Mill song, not the not the first one, was just like Stay, whatever. It was like Stay Out or something like that. That one wasn't a hit for me. The second Meat Mill joint was um, the the joint with Cardi B and Twenty One Savage. You were talking about earlier. That was a a, a a hot one right there too. I feel like that could be a summer smash. Um, but I feel like I give that one like a seven out of ten because it was just all like he's just trying to make summer smash and see which one will last him the whole summer in terms of like replay value. Listen, bro, the summer going to speak for itself, bro. You know, like none of the tracks that ever like me, like a summer smash up hit, like ever been like planned that way. You know yeah. what I mean? Besides like, I could say like Will Smith summertime, which is completely obvious. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, Oh, what's what's the what's the one Meek Mill track we play every summer, bro? I know I know this one. It's like um, what the Jesus yeah. Nightmare intro or not that that was that was the most recent one. The one before that one, the one before that it was like um. Oh man, I don't know. Uh, come on, I, I haven't, uh, bro. In terms of my Meek Mill expertise, you talking to a boy that's like 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 an intermediate intermediate? Yeah, yeah, like I'm I'm, I'm kind of there, but I'm kind of not there. I'm, I'm there I, more recently. I know. No, all right. So what was the other one with the? Uh, you know, they're like Ron in the back of the car in the video, and then like it's it's like it has like a summer. It was like Caroline. The song was called or something like that. It was by um. Oh man, Caroline. Yeah, come oh, on. I know you. I don't know the song. Car- oh man. Oh man. We, we both He's just gonna right leave there. that as, like, as a we, blank right there, man. Don't leave a blank. But the, <laughs> yeah. the the point was the point was is that like summertime hits they they happen on their own, bro. Like you can't just you know you can't like you said throw a whole bunch of them at the wall and like hope it can stick, man. Yeah. People going to choose. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, Bobby Schmurter's joins definitely is of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Hot boy. All right, see. There we go. Now, now, now we we're making progress in this yeah. in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but but so that was that was my my quick review of uh, DJ Khaled's joint. The second one, uh, Igor, I feel like um, is my favorite out of the three. I feel like it is a huge um, um, evolution for Tyler the Creator as an artist because he the way that he evolved is that. Sid the Kid rubbed off on him, or Frank Ocean rubbed off. I don't know which one of them did it, but he started becoming way more melodic in his music. Maybe he was, he's been talking to the, the Childish Gambino a little bit, because I call this album his Awaken My Love. Yeah. Um, the Tyler version, basically, right? His production has gotten way better to the point where you can finally fully discern what he's saying without the beat overriding what he says. Right. So um, in, in albums like Cherry Bomb, for instance, where he's in the song Buffalo, you can barely hear what Tyler's saying. And his bars on that song are actually really, really hot. But you can't hear it over the beat. The beat is overtaking it. And, right. and as we're going to get into later with our guest, uh, 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 produced by Mars, it's crazy that like like production really takes that heavy of a toll into an album and i feel like his production because he produced all all his own beats yeah um what was it was, was impeccable um so i get that joint like a solid like nine out of ten Yo, honestly i gotta say like that's probably like half of the reason why like a lot of artists are still underrated today is because of production you know what yeah. I mean? not not having like the right engineer or or, or the right uh beat maker on, on the production so or your ear just sucks. That too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or your ear just is yeah, trash. Right now, they, they like the same beats. It's like the, just the common ear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, the third one, Megan and Stallion. I uh, so I, I did a little joint. I went on a little rant on my on my uh, my personal Instagram page 
about the Megan Thee Stallion album. I listened to both Tina Snow and Fever in order to, to get like in a, a full idea of Megan Thee Stallion, who she is. Both of those albums are pretty much the same thing, where they are in, in incredibly and intensely um, sexually charged. And like, man, I, I it almost makes me wonder, like, it would be so funny if she was actually trash in bed. The way that she talks in her albums. <laughs> like, if she actually was, like, like a dead fish in that joint, like, I would be really upset, man. Somebody has to, like, give, like write a book about how trash she is. And <laughs> that this with Megan and Stanley, because it's like, yo, if if you, you talking so much, like, eventually, like, like nothing's left to the imagination. I feel like her lyricism, it leaves a lot to be desired. Her beats on on, on, on Fever was amazing. She had look, some fire beats. I will say this. Look, sex appeal sell, bro. It, like, uh, clearly she she got like, famous. Come on, like you know? uh, it, all right, this is like you, you going to Dunkin' Donuts, man. If your Dunkin' Donuts girl is like she hot, she she got on her, her, her sun visor <laughs> her sun visor <laughs> and, and her name tag and she walks up, she says, Hey, what can I get you today? Like you're gonna be like, all right, well, yeah, I think I need a couple things now. Yeah, yeah. Right. But then, like, if if you walk in and like he's like 300 pounds and his name Ben and you know what I mean, <laughs> he have a haircut in two three weeks. I mean, you might just be like, yeah, just let me get my donut. I'm yeah, out you of might you job. might turn around and walk out <laughs> of that joint, right? So, yeah, no, but I'm, but um, when I was thinking about it, I'm like, like, yo, like her. So yes, her sex appear, sex sells, and all that. And yes, she can spit, but I feel like she's just really written herself into a wall when it comes to what we expect from her now. Like if she goes and decides to 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 make a more emotional album or make something like that, people aren't going to want that. All of her fans right now are her fans because they want to do one thing. They want to go out and do, as one of the songs on the album says, do hood rat things with her friends. They want to go out there. They want to twerk. They don't. They go out there. They want to. <laughs> they want to pop it, lock it, drop it. And and on guys they want to top it. That's all they want to do. <laughs> look, look, look. But then too, like on, like production. Then too, like just bringing it down, like to the production. Like her, well, the production her, was amazing. Her, exactly. So like that's what I'm saying. Like so her, so whoever her, you know, her producer is, um, and her engineer is, like they're guiding her. They're like, yo, like this, like you, I feel your energy on this beat. Like I feel your energy. You know what I'm saying? When I'm recording you, like I can hear you. Like this is this is something that's you. I want you to keep going with this vibe. You know what I'm saying? So. Again, like that's where your production plays a big part in what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like, and, and, and that's what made me feel some of the songs. But like, beat wise, though, and this is what I what I said. I give it a six out of ten, and that was because, um, in the context that I, I that I know it's not meant for me anyway. Um, if it was, if I was a female and I was a female that was doing all that, then I would give it like maybe like a seven or an eight. But um, as as a guy, it's, it's like. I expected more. I went ten straight songs of her talking about her <laughs> the whole time, and I'm like, bruh, uh, come on, man, you might as well start doing porn, man. Bane Bros is right around the corner. You can you can get in that oh, van. Hey, they air music videos on Pornhub too. Uh, exactly, man. P and B Rock did that. Why can't she do that? Like, like, yo, listen, listen. But I, hey, who am I to say that? Like, I, you know, Megan Thee Stallion is, is the hottest out right now. I would say, like, she, well. I would say because she released this album, she's yeah. probably the hottest female rapper. Yeah, yeah. Current, currently, doing, currently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's like how like the baby's the hottest because he just is like yeah, currently, not like the over yeah. all of all time, but currently, yeah, yeah. Like, no, like, like everybody had, has like their hot streaks in the game for a while. You know, yeah. where they where they kind of own it for a hot second. Absolutely, like like you know when you play Pokemon. And, mm-hmm. and, and and you forget about your starter till he turns into Charizard. That's what that's Ooh, what they're doing right now. You you forgot all about him until and then they just evolved. 
and they turn into that Charizard. And up until you find your Mewtwo, like it's it's it's, it's it, that's, they're the hottest that's one. That's where I'm at. Exactly. Yeah, they're your starter. So um, now I want to get into the show and everything, and, and, and get into our guest, man. This is the guest that I've known for a, 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 a long time now, since high school days, man. Eleventh grade when I got held back in twelfth grade years at Inhotep. Um, this is my guy. I don't want to say his real name. His name is uh, uh, produced by Mars, as everybody should know. Uh, you consider government, bro. Uh, okay, okay. This, this is my guy, Daryl, bro. This is- <laughs> yeah. Whatever, whatever you know me from. Yeah, absolutely, you know. man. This bull has produced uh, tracks for um, people like like Swipe, Zaria Linton. Um, um, a, a more notable one would be uh, Ranshaw mm-hmm. in this city. Um, he was on his on his Tom, Tommy album, I believe. It's called Tommy, right? Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, C. yeah. You, Tommy you, you produced stuff yeah, on Tommy, Tommy Lil Blanco, and a few other people uh, um, in the industry, man. And, and I wanted to get into you know how you go about working with your artists. Like, what do you do when you get into the studio with Honestly, them? Honestly, all my artists, like everybody you just named, they my friends. So it's just like you know we just chill together, uh-huh. and then we just get I just get certain vibes from different people. So it's okay. Like, so it's like okay, yeah. Oh, you good? You know, uh, swipe. You know what? I'm feeling you on this today, or you know, Rand. I'm feeling you on this today, or it's just like you know a certain type of vibe I get. Like I said. Okay, so um, how how much do does vibes play a role in terms of like? Do you think you could work with artists that you're not really feeling um, on like a friendship level or something like that? Uh, to be honest, yeah. I mean, even if you know we just meeting the first time, I could do that if your vibe is not like off. Okay, you know, it's you know it got to be like a the energy got to be mutual. Yeah, we talking about uh-huh. the big hit artists right now. You know those. Yeah. Uh, you got some bread for me? Like, hold up, hold on, bro. I don't even know if your music worth it first. Let me, yeah, let me yeah, check right? you out first. Let me do my research. Like, I was about to uh-huh. say, people be trying to charge us? Uh, n- nah, we, I'm just saying in general. <laughs> in general, not us. Like, oh, people I, be trying to charge us to come on the show. Yeah, or yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, it pro- yeah, it's happened before. Like, you know, you send an invite and then you be like, they be like, hey, what's your budget? Like, budget to help you out? Oh, no. Look, no honestly, catch yeah. you on the flip. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah this, this is helping. Us out, yeah, for the yeah. Long run, bro. So yeah, I definitely appreciate y'all for this. No, no doubt, bro. It, like it's, it's simple, bro. No, I know what you mean. Like when you when you want to produce for an artist, and then they're like, "Well, I like this, and this is my sound." And I'm like, "Look, bro, I'm telling you, I got your vibe. I'm yeah. a producer. I'm hearing you. I'm telling you, your energy gonna match this." And they're like, "No, nah, I don't do that." And then, so I know how it, it gets. Um. It gets like difficult at that stage. So like, so in your past experience in producing, like you never experienced like even with your friends where like y'all had that collide. Like I don't know, I don't think I sound right there. Like, yeah, I mean that happens a lot because with you know with the music you gotta be super honest. So how do you like how do you go about like uh, resolving an issue like that in the studio? Resolving the issue, you know, whatever you feel like. Say if I overproduce the track, which is like you know adding too much to the beat, you could be like. Uh, that might be too much. I'll take it out, you know? Right. I'm so it's all about, like, just communicating that. Yeah, it's all, it's all communication, yeah. So how many times, like, do do you ever communicate to the artist about, like, oh, these lyrics aren't going to fit this, or, you know, you got to raise your flow up a little bit, you got to gotta go a little bit faster, a little bit slower? All how the does time. that work? All the time. I, I do that all the time. Just, just like, you know, like how you just said, just like you yeah. just said. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it's, but, um... It's wild because like a lot of artists they'll be like, Oh man, why you why you kinda telling me like how I'm supposed to be doing my flow? And it's like like you don't understand that every single artist who's ever existed had to listen to an engineer before. Or had yeah. to and listen to a producer and be like, Yo, like maybe I do need to probably like tone it uh-huh. down or maybe I'm too loud, so I'm peaking or whatever the case may be, man. So I think 
it's better to hear it from like a producer for a producer to be like, yeah, bro, like I do this to everybody. It's not just it don't be that on one artist like <laughs> yeah I'm not I'm just getting on you because you're trash <laughs> I'm getting on you yeah. because I feel like you could do better um have you ever when 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 you when you're making your beats what kind of mindset do you get in when you start making your beats you know what what inspires you to make a certain beat uh honestly everything inspires me right now like um shoot I could play basketball I could come home and I can make like thirty beats you know just off the vibe I get from playing uh-huh. basketball or like. I'll usually watch something Like last night I was watching this uh, Kanye West video It's like an hour long You've probably seen it before If you like a real big fan Of Kanye West Or you into like You know like the music world uh-huh. um, It was just a video Of Kanye just talking I'm like dad You know what And he was talking about Like you know the beats That he got on the Blueprint album That he released okay. for Jay Z Him and Just Blaze And yeah. he was just telling Like you know Memories from that So I'm like dad Yo we really, I really could work on something like that, uh-huh. and then it's just like it, it, it make my work ethic just like just go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's you know what's crazy about that is that like every artist or even like some of the artists that are like in groups and they produce their own uh, projects. Like we had um, what was it Village of Smoke up here last week, and then like the biggest thing like I kept hearing all the time was like it be a vibe, bro. It's an energy. Like I could hear like cars going by on the street and then like come up yeah, with a beat like yeah. i think they were telling us about like what it was talking about like, wavelength man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the wavelength like it, like once you want a wavelength like you you, you listening you listen it from like a different ear like you see things from a different site like and you always had it like dang i just played ball and i'm about to i'm about to go make beats because i heard a rhythm or a pattern in me like right, yeah or, it's, it's just yeah. crazy yeah it's like just, like they made a beat off of a sound that they heard when they was watching blade runner yeah they, yeah, they went but, and sampled um, the sound that they heard off of Blade Runner and it was like yo we gotta make this joint now I made a beat off of I made a beat off of uh, like an exercising machine like you know really? like oh, exercising really? machine that go like yeah. this and it's like a bicycle it's type it's elliptical I think it's called yeah. yeah no not the elliptical it's like only see old people using this bro <laughs> <It's> like, <you laughs> they never there. use it yeah. it's always just sitting <laughs> there they never use it yeah. it's just like you sit down and you just roll like that and it make like a, a bicycle type of sound it's not like a bike or elliptical it's, it's, I, don't, I don't know what it's called but I made a beat off of that you can actually listen to the song it's uh, by Lil Blanco the song is called How You Feel yes, How You Feel by Lil Blanco really okay okay on all platforms um, yeah so so how do you um go and when, when, when you're um, when you think of like, okay, who would sound good on this beat? Mm-hmm. Do you have like a catalog of artists you just like be thumbing through and see who they would sound good on? Uh, How do you go about getting the the the, the beats to the artist? Uh, right now, I got my uh, starting lineup right now. <laughs> I mean, oh I think it's man, like a basketball team, but like it's that's kind of like, how it got to be, though, right? Yeah, that's how it got to be. You can't okay. give everybody, you know, the the, the beat. Yeah. Shit. So like, I just got like four or five artists. I just send my beats to right now, you know. But so it, you know, it get better. I meet uh-huh. certain people that's like, you know, that that's 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 thinking just like me with the music. Uh-huh. Certain people I can trust with it. Okay. Yeah. So do any do all of your artists like when y'all drop music and tapes and stuff? Do like do y'all promote together? Do y'all move as a team or is it more or less like solo projects? Yes, yes, yes. We all move as a team. Um, it depends on who I'm working with. Like if I'm working with Swipe, we got our own little team with that. Uh, if I'm working with uh, my homie Wallace, shout out to AOA, uh, we got our own team with that. If I'm working with Rand, I usually let Rand do his own thing because he got his own little team and like management with that, and I I, I really trust him with that. So it's, right. like, it depends on who I'm talking to. Okay, okay. And then when it comes to like like because because in, in terms of like like producers getting the credit that they deserve how do you go about getting the credit that you deserve on, on your tracks and all that do you have a tag in the song 
or because I don't think every single song you have a tag in it. Um, cause at least I haven't heard. No, I used to I used to have the tag. I don't use the tag no more. Well, now you just gotta uh, you just gotta demand it. I feel like really okay. You just gotta demand it. Hey, I feel like the tag is key, bro. Like you the tag is definitely key. get another drop. But drops is in like yeah, everybody no, like if you even like hearing a drop it's like yeah. when you hear a metro booming beat come on like metro booming going up you be like hey I'm that's that metro yeah. beat like, I'm a thinker I want like something that's gonna stick too you that's, gotta get one of your artists to give you a drop that's like what I, yeah, that's what <laughs> and then just use yeah. that drop yeah. guess who does some sticking. of metro's yeah. drops it's future exactly future metro drop yeah. If you have Metro, don't trust your English. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, uh, I think he did DJ Esco too for yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah. DJ Esco drops. Um, and that's and that's sometimes that's a thing. Like either that or you got to become your own DJ Khaled and start yeah. just yelling throughout the song. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bro, I, listen, I'm like, a, I don't talk too much. Bro. Yeah, you got to force that credit in there, bro. If, yeah, if, if yeah. you got to let them know, yeah, so like. Right. And I think what it is with the what the drop does and the signature does on like beats and stuff like that and uh, projects is like it lets you know when you about to have a good time. Like yeah, for instance, yeah. like when you hear that Metro booming going up, like you know you about to go up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like those that's what the tag is for. It's not just there for just the simple purpose of accreditation. You want accreditation in all of your bodies of work, but also you want you want something that people can. Um, like a trademark, yeah. Yeah, something people can connect with. You know what I mean? Something they could be like, oh, I know him. I met him before. I, I, every time I hear this tag, like, I, you know what I'm saying? They they have a story to go along with it, bro. Oh, definitely, yeah. Definitely yeah. think about implementing the tag again. And even beyond that, when it comes, why did you want to start making beats in the first place? Or what what was your first time, like, sitting in front of, like, 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 like a computer and you was like, yo, this is what I want to do? My first time making beats, honestly, it was, like, 11th grade, but... I first wanted to make beats probably like fifth grade. Definitely okay. fifth grade. It was a uh, another video Kanye was, yeah, yeah. was in the studio. I think he had like a yellow polo shirt on. He was making a beat. The beat was called uh what's the beat called? Like Save Some for Me or something like that. Okay. And I was I was just like really vibing with it. It was like a sample. I forgot how the sample went. And then I'm like I'm just really dissecting the video. That's that's in fifth grade. And so just from then on I just really fell in love with like hip hop. So after that I started getting into like him, Blaze, who else? Swizzy, Timberland, Missy. Okay. Missy's a high producer too. People don't know Missy make her own beat sometimes too. Uh, and just like a lot of other producers, I just fell in love with it. That's okay. Going on. Yeah. Yeah. So so um, because we when we went to high school, we had a, a lot of other producers in there too. Yeah. Did you ever yeah, get yeah. inspired by some of the other producers that was sitting in high school with you? Yeah, I'm actually inspired by the producers that we went to high school to today. Bro. Yeah. Like Dougie, he's doing his thing right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to say I went to high school with him. Who else? Uh, who else we went to high school with? Uh, producers. There was uh, a. Mark there was Kel. a. Mark yeah, Kel yeah, was doing yeah. his thing right now as well. So shout out to Kel. Yeah, I can, I'm trying to think of who else. I know that there was like this this uh, light skin boy. He was like a tall, skinny, light skin boy that that did it. But I don't remember his name now. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> But man, yeah, but the only people that I, that I truly know that are really doing it outside of that now is, is you and Dougie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in, in terms of um, like 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 when you make the beats, how do you know in your head that this is going to be a banger? Or how do you, or do you ever think that like okay, this is going to be a dud? You feel it. Like when it's a banger, you definitely feel it. Like okay, you, you in the car, you just listening to it. That's the only thing you listen to. You're not even listening to music no more. You just listening to the beats. Uh-huh. So do, do you ever take like other people's opinion? Like do you ever be like, yo, like bro, let me know what you think about this beat? Like yeah, people's opinions they are key, but at the same time, I feel like you need like you need to know who you like 
given it to. Yeah, all right, so all right, so a better question would be like, who if if, if you know you dropped the fire beat, like if you could feel it, right? Who would you go to? Like, who do you trust that to tell you and give you an honest opinion about your work? Honest opinion about the work. Uh, either my homie Quincy or shout out to my business partner Quaz. Okay, yeah. is they like the same people? Because I always ask everybody like that come up here like who is it anybody like in their family they want to give a shout out that inspire them to like keep going in their craft like are they the same people or do you got somebody else? Uh, I feel like everybody say they mom, but for sure my mom. <laughs> my, mom my mom, she was definitely the plug. I'm like mom, I want to make beats. Tech season, she got that uh, computer, and I just kept going, bro. That's okay. dope. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what that's what's uh, uh, integral to to the process too, though. Is, is making sure that people are going to be in your corner when it comes to doing that. Because yeah. not everybody's going to see that as being lucrative and all that. Right. So support. At, yeah. At, at what point did making a beat, then making uh, uh, being a producer, become more of like like a money maker for you? I say like last year. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, last year. Was that the first time well, around the first time that you started working with uh, Ranshaw now? No, I've been working with Rand since I see like what's eleventh grade, just like two thousand what like thirteen, okay, twelve. Yeah, I've been working with Rand since forever. Actually, I went to uh, that's how long ago high school was. Bro, we graduated twenty fourteen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> actually, man. I went to uh, elementary school with Rand and uh, like middle school, so it's like yeah, okay, yeah, our connection is like crazy. We like we like cousins, bro. Okay, you know, but dope, dope. Uh, swipe. I've been making uh, music with Swipe since what freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zaria. Uh, I met Zaria through Swipe, so I've been making music with Zaria since like what I see like late last year. Okay, how many other beats did you make for her? I got to listen. We, we we got something to talk. No, honestly, okay. that that yo, that's a good artist to be connected to right now, man. Yeah, like, yo, she got that it, energy, bro. Yeah, it, not yeah. only that, but you can see like you can see the attention, like you can see like other people, like oh, like they catching her way. They're like oh, because yeah. I was like I was even like uh, just listening. Like, I pulled up her video, right. Um, uh, what was it Sheesh The one she just dropped Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I pulled it up Just to see what Like people in the room thinking. And mind you Like I'm sitting in a room It's probably like Eight guys And it's probably only Like two or three girls Right So I'm like I know how I'm gonna get this reaction yeah. And then I throw it on And everybody's just, It's just like Looking like They're like Oh bro She bad is she hot? <laughs> oh, she got something else? I was like, oh, actually, she do. I mean, y'all could check her out. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, the energy is definitely there, bro. Like, and the attention is definitely going to catch. Yeah. yeah, so then, like, how do you, do you ever know when a when an artist is going to be hot? So, like, as a producer, you should already have an ear. So, do you yeah. have an ear and knowledge of, like, when an artist is going to blow? Uh, I don't really look for, like, when an artist is going to blow. My thing for, like, artists, the artists I work with, first of all, I got, like, a little, like, rule book. <laughs> it's like Really? Okay. Only, it's like, it's, it's made up of my head, though, uh-huh. bro. So, it's just like, for one, you got to be honest with the music. For one, you got to be transparent. I mean, for two, you got to be transparent. Um, for three, you got to really love it. Like, you can't just really be in it for the music, clout, whatever. I mean, if the money is what drives you, that's okay. But as long as you got the talent... Yeah. yeah, and then, and, then you and straight. It makes sense. Yeah. So, um, have you ever had an artist that you thought was going to be, you know, something special on a song, and, and then, then he turned out to be eh. like, a, yeah, like his his, his oh. verse was trash or no, whatever. I wouldn't say so much because we we just working. We trying like we all trying to build. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all trying to build. So it's like I see something in you, and like. Ooh. I, I see something in you, and then it's just like you just keep getting better with it. 
Okay. It's like okay. we push each other. Because it's like okay. right now, but, I know like I'm a hot producer, but I'm not the best. I could be better in other like ways. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, you can push me this way. I can push you this way. Okay. Right. That's, yeah, that's, that's development. Yeah, yeah, you know development. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. artist development, producer development, uh, like we develop together. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, like you might be the hottest person that make beats. Like you might make the firest beats. But you have no idea of like the business aspect of being a producer or, you know, even some producers being like somewhat like uh, small time managers in the sense that, you know, just giving advice and advising and consulting the artists that they're working with um, and vice versa. Because, like, an artist might have a way of distributing their music that they can probably throw you to oop on distributing your beats. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, we can't get too much caught up in our craft and just because we've mastered our craft that we can't expand our reach. Absolutely. And, um... I'm I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. And then it's just like, whatever you do, like, you, like, with the radio stuff... You with the radio stuff too Me with the producing Whatever y'all want doing Like you you, you a student and everything So it's like Once you stop being a student That's when it like It go downhill mm-hmm. Exactly I feel like even like Who you feel like the hottest producer ever? Ever? That oh. I can't even I can't even right, tell who, you Who your favorite producer? I'm sorry <laughs> Right now My favorite producer would probably have to be I would say Dr. Dr. J will be up there. He'd be my, the first person to pop in my See, head. See, I can't go. Person. I can't go all time, bro. It's too many producers to think of all time. And like, I, at one point, I was an engineer, so I had to do a lot of research on engineers and producers. So it's like, I'll say right now, currently, my favorite producer is London. London on the track, and the, and the reason that is is because of the type of music he makes, and like. That's a whole other story for every time, but yeah, London. Yeah, I like London, London too. London, he's <laughs> still learning. That's why. Yeah, exactly. It's development. Yeah, it's I love to see yeah. growth, bro. I love to see growth. But then sometimes it, there's there, there's a thing between development and perfectionism, right? Yeah. So like, uh, um, sometimes yeah, I, yeah, I, I I feel yeah. like where you guys say some of these are, some of these producers are, are developing, I would say that Dr. Dre is a perfectionist, and he's more so perfecting. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to find that perfect beat. You know, that's why it took him so long. That's why he never released Detox, <laughs> right? Yeah. That bull never, until the point where it became a joke in hip-hop about <laughs> Detox and everything, he never released it because he was such a perfectionist, he didn't want to do it. And then he wanted to try out a different flavor. So he said, all right, I'm going to release Compton, yeah. right? I'm going to try out a whole different flavor then and see how y'all feeling it. Um... And I feel like, 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 part of it is with, with him specifically is perfectionism. Then it's uh, experimentation. And yeah. I feel like now he's experimenting more. Now he's finally getting out of that West Coast specific sound um, that he had in two thousand one and in the Chronic and stuff like and that. That's, and, and that's and like that's the difference, bro. Like I say with Team, like the perfection of uh, like the perfecting bridge that Dr. Dre is on versus like the newer producer. Like for instance, like J. Cole, like. Everybody like knows J. Cole as an artist, but do anybody know J. Cole the producer? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, people forget like he produced his own album. The 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 marketing, the engineering, the beats, everything. Like, come on, you gotta be a heck of a producer <laughs> to come pull something yeah. like that off and still come out, you know, selling as an artist. You know what I mean? So that's that's big. That's, that's how big. You can tell Corey, love it. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I say I like innovation and development. Like I'm not taking nothing from Dr. Dre. Yeah. But these newer people that are coming, they're showing us a new lane. Yeah. They putting light to things that have never been done before, yeah, and that's what I like yeah, to see. Yeah, that's what makes me cool. someone my favorite. Yeah. Innovation. So I. Oh, I'm glad you brought that word up too. <laughs> innovation, definitely. Yeah. We all gotta be innovators. It's like you just gotta take it. It's, take the initiative to just go here here wherever you want to go with it it's like a highway bro 
You know the highway go off And they got a whole bunch of exits yeah. All you need to do is Break something down Build something up And then you got a whole new road Right So that's what it, that's what innovation is It's like You jump into a lane You figure out everything there is To know about that lane You research And then once you know where you are Then you figure out where you're trying to go And you innovate that's, that's all it is <laughs> that's, it is. that's a simple breakdown for you yeah, yeah I mean and you as a producer you do that every like with every song you get what I'm saying like a, a, a mini scale of that in every song you know what I'm saying because you you find that artist lane you get in them researching them figure out how they're comfortable in that lane and then you're innovating creating something new yeah I feel like I've been an innovator my whole life though I mean you have yeah. to be you're a producer you have yeah. to be that's that's like the, the Producers, engineers, they're the people, uh, even like photographers, like creatives, like we are innovators. We create what people are going to say is hot and trending. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah, so um, I was about to say, because I was actually going to bring up uh, uh, the the uh, Igor album by Tyler, the creator. And uh, when I was talking about earlier with the, with the evolution in his beats, um, I would say that he's more of that innovator in terms of sound. Um, yeah. Because now people were making grungy noises before in their in their in their, in their music, yeah. but I, I feel like it wasn't until Odd when Odd Future came out that that became like a trend. Yeah, and that became yeah. like a thing. I feel like um, Odd Future definitely like widened a lot of like horizons. Definitely. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they came out, but when I was um when I was given uh I, I went back and I showed my mom like the history of Odd Future and, and how important they were in hip hop. So I feel like when Odd Future came, they actually changed the whole landscape of, of hip hop. Right. Um, I, they made like colored hair and you know like. Weird clothes, okay. Like, right, yeah, they mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, like, I feel like <laughs> they mean life, okay. Like, <laughs> like, for real. I feel like people was like, like, all right, I was skateboarding, bro. Like, I say, like, seventh to like, probably I stopped, probably like 10th, 11th grade, bro. They made skateboarding tough in hip hop. I know Pharrell came with it first, but like, nobody wasn't really on the type of time where it's like, yeah, I rap, I skate, I do all this, I do all that. Yeah, I, I mean, even like again, those were like newer innovations, like with ASAP Mob, yeah. um, even even like with um, Lil Wayne, like uh, pushing yeah, the truck yeah, fit yeah. movement. Like there, there was a, there was a newer that was those were a new phase in hip hop. Hip hop never had like a skater feel to it. It was more like a street graffiti b boying. Right, you know yeah. what I mean? It didn't more it like didn't jump side. exactly. Yeah. It didn't really jump into a, a punk or, or a skater feel until recent years. Right. Yeah, so um, when I was thinking about. How our future kind of innovated their group. If you think about the the, the core members of their group, the members that really blew, it was uh, Sid the Kid, um, Frank Ocean, who people always forget was in our future, yeah. um, um, Earl and Tyler. And I feel like they were the ones like 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 yo, they have four truly great artists. That in a group yeah. and everybody else was kind of like I feel like a lot of them were just there for the ride. Yeah, they was like, they was supportive. Yeah, yeah, so it was like Taco <laughs> was there for the ride. Damo Genesis was cool, but he wasn't <laughs> like you know the top bull. I think he's still making music too. But um, yeah, Damo still he's making music. Yeah, but the the sound that they came out with though was a sound that was unlike. It, it was to the point where I at first when I first heard him when he first came out, I didn't want to listen to him because I was like, yo, they like out here, like they're like it <laughs> they're was, like it was wild. different. Yeah, they're like if they're like if if the team, um, if, the te- if, if, if like Johnny Knoxville and his friends were a bunch of black people, uh, right, exactly. And like and were they wanted the rat, society like, and wanted the rat. Like that, <laughs> I feel like that's how they were. Um, Yo, they they act, that it, that makes so that makes so much sense. They were like Johnny Knoxville and the gang making music. Like yeah, yeah. Like that's what that's what watching Odd Future was like to me. 
Like watching yeah, like, kinda was like I feel like they know? got the inspiration from that <laughs> yeah. They definitely probably got the inspiration from that In terms of how they wanted to act and everything And uh, um so when you're like like making your beats a lot of your beats have a whole lot of like super heavy bases in them right yeah. um so like the one with, you, that you did with, uh, with Zario with Swipe um that joint was a heavy bass song you one of your songs yeah. with, Blank, with, with Blanco also heavy bass joint um do you ever want to experiment more with like other sounds as well yeah actually bro I want to take it back to like Motown type days like, oh, so you don't go okay, back to yeah, adding yeah. like you know like the, the percussions and, and the extra high pianos yeah, and yeah but just like I want to make more like simplex beats like simple but complex that's what I want she says that. simplex beats is that a word that you just invented today I feel like or yeah. it's <laughs> how, I, I just <laughs> made that one yeah. just the simplexity it's a simplexity we don't even know if that's a real word or not <laughs> no you but, gotta say that with your girl bro is the girl get in the comments and get in an argument with you yo this is a social Simplex right now, like, yeah. like it's well, so like, you making it you making it complex, but it's actually really simple. simple. Yeah, like, you know. yeah, exactly like that. But like with music, yeah. bro, I want to get back to like what like you know what like memories music gave me. Like you know like early old like the early two thousands day music that was definitely like great times. Like you know Cameron, what else? Anything that used to come on BT one hundred six and Park. <laughs> Anything that, that came on BT. Yeah. And we, we talked about this before. Like um, cause um, we had a a, a day where what, what did we call that? Where we like picked the artists we were drafting, like drafting. Artists oh, we had that, that with uh with Wolf um with, with Wolf his his uh his his guy Pimp, and then we did that together. When we yeah, did the female version. Female version, yeah. So and um. One of the females that, that stood out to me, um, they actually, the, in the video, they court my nostalgia. You know, they activated my nostalgia because in the video, they recreated a scene from the movie Belly. And that's really what most people want to see nowadays is they want you to activate their memory. You know, yeah, they yeah, want yeah. you to jump into the, their cortex and bring something out that... Uh, Ignite something in them that that emotion, so they can actually feel the song. Right. And um, so yeah, you wanna. That's what you wanna do. You wanna give people uh, music that ignites emotion or memories in them, so they act. That's what makes them like it. So it, it, the song, I can't even remember how the song goes, but I, I still remember that image. So like now, if it ever comes on in MTV, if it comes on anywhere, I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna watch it now because <laughs> it has already activated that nostalgic factor in my mind. And then when we were making that, uh, when we were when we were doing that draft, we were talking about making the styling because she did the same thing in one of her songs. Yeah, I think it was like a it was like a, a instrumentation or something like that. It was literally the beat that she made. Um, well, not that she made it, that she took or whatever. Yeah, it was like it was like sample, but yeah. the, the sample was like a really really popular sample. So it was like it was like a song like you can hear the song in your head, but then you hear her rapping and it's like yeah. she has her own uh, vibe to you it. You talking about the song she got on the radio? I forgot. I, I'm not sure. I'm like I'm not that big a fan just because you know being. On Reddit, you have to do your C research. You know, you got to learn about people, and um, yeah. So I can't really tell you for sure what the song was called, but again, I liked it. She putting in work, <laughs> yeah. making good music, good videos. Um, <laughs> so yeah, good for us late at night, or good for us like. And the bid continues. Yeah, right. Like, but, but um. <laughs> When you so like speaking of sampling and all that, how often do you sample in your music? Or do you think that that's an important part of of being a producer? To be honest, yeah, I sample a lot, but like I try to make my samples my own. Like, okay, I always try to flip the sample with something else, like so you can't really identify the sample. Or I try to make like a 
a melody out the sample. Like yeah. a, different, a whole different type of melody. Like say if like the sample got like a bell or something, I could make like a whole melody for just like that one bell. Yeah, see, and that, yeah. that's dope. Like you gotta be able, like it go back to like we talking about like you see something in a movie. And you like yo, run that back. I'm gonna record that. Like right, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. just make a beat out of that. Like you gotta um, think about like what the uh, VST like companies are doing. Like uh, I'm not sure if y'all know about like VSTs. That's like what's that? Uh, what? It's like virtual instruments. Okay. And like whatever like you're using. Like say, okay. Like, like I use Fruity Loops. It's a, like yeah. a virtual instrument of Fruity Loops. Like with the VST, like the companies, what they use, they use samples from like you know like different sounds. They get samples from somewhere else. So I'm thinking like right now you could be your own like VST. You could yeah. say it was from somewhere else too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, like like um do sounds in the world ever inspire you to like make a beat? Do you ever yep. hear something and you just like, yo, I gotta do something with that? Yep. Yep. So what's like something like you hear every day, you should be like, Every time I hear this, I'm gonna make a yo, beat. No, not the sound creepy wrote my niece laugh. <laughs> I like, okay. Yeah, I, I gotta make something out that there. makes sense. Cause bro. like I had, I had rec- I got listen, man. Y'all gonna hear it one day. You, you talking to a baby fanatic over here, man? I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a boy that has perpetual baby fever until I finally have a baby, man. But uh, <laughs> you coming to here? Yeah. Sleep till six o'clock in the morning. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. bro. It's, that's 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 interesting though. No, it, it's 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 no more weirder than. Taking sounds from a movie, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, that's even more natural. No, when you yeah. think about it, that's what uh, Stevie Wonder did. That, yeah. With um, I, oh man, it's a song that he that he made for his daughter. Uh, uh um, is it she lovely? Oh. Yeah, when it began, it began with uh, I believe with, with, with his daughter's uh, laughs or something like that. Began, I, I think it was his last or cries. For, I forget which one it was. I gotta listen to but it. But is it she lovely? Had a sample of his daughter in the song, and that's the whole dope. song is about his daughter, right? Um. So, when, when when it comes to like real life things like that, why don't you just like put her in front of like a microphone and then like just record? <laughs> yeah, just hit record her up, and see what you come yeah, up with. Pick just, her up like like my freaky picked up Simba. Right. And just pick her up, put her in front of the microphone, and boom. Yeah. So, and I feel like that would make like a a, a real dope beat actually because that yeah. would challenge an artist to see how they could rap to that. Yeah. Or how they could and it, how what they would say. Cause like you can't you can't have like a beat with like a child's laughter on it and then just be like yo shoot him up bomb bomb like, uh, right, that's yeah. not gonna yeah, go that would force him to go different <laughs> and then like a child laughter that's a dope sound so it was just like I could just make a beat around that and that, yeah I mean shoot that's the space right I mean there. they made entire movies based on what would happen if uh, you you stop hearing a child's laughter in the world <laughs> and all that uh, my favorite one of my favorite movies of all time Children of Men. Um, this literally Ooh, movie. Never heard, heard of Children of Men? No. no. So all I'm gonna say about Children of Men is that it's about a, a, a world where there hasn't been a, a, a child born in 18 years Ooh. in the world, <laughs> wow. and the whole world like yeah. basically like went to war and went to crap because of that. But yeah, wow. Um, it's a very very good movie, and they literally have a, have a scene where 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 a bunch of scenes where they're, where they're like reminiscing on children's just, laughter. Just you like, like saying it, just like you saying it, like makes it sound like it's like dark and gloomy movie. Like oh, it's it gonna is, be like it's, it's gonna be like in black and white for is, half of the movie. No, until no. You said it, it is dark and gloomy. I'm gonna say this: it, it is kind of dark and gloomy. It is kind of sad. Um, but I mean, like it's it's very very good in the sense that. Um, there's a scene where they go to a, a school. They hide out in the school for a little while. 
And like, of course, the school is abandoned because there are no more kids. There's no kids, yeah. Yeah, so the school is abandoned. Um, there's like a playground, and they're sitting in the playground. The playground's all torn to shreds and everything. And they're just reminiscing on what kids used to sound like. There's no, I forgot what kids sounded like. <laughs> wow. So it's a very, very good movie, though. If you got, if you want to need someone to watch with your girl, watch it, yeah. Children of Men is that is that joint. We actually studied it in, in history of film in college. Okay. Um, and I, I never thought I was going to see it be, be studied because it came out in like 2006, 2007. Yeah. But that joint is like, it's hot. Um, you could probably make a, 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 an ended with children's laughter. They ended with children's laughter in the credits. Not, yeah. In the credits. Yeah. Um, yeah, you might, you might catch something good out of that. That sounds like you, you might, you might catch something powerful in there, bro. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. movies they definitely play a big role too with the vibes oh yeah, yeah. That, like we said like they took they look the, the last group we had in here literally took a sample from the movie Blade Runner like yeah, you, like yeah, a sound like that's like that's dope bro like that's that that's the type that's of inspirations crazy. you gotta you gotta pick up on like that and that's what's gonna like make you set you apart from every other producer that's out here that's what's gonna set you apart from everybody else that's or putting in the same work let me ask this is there anything that you do already in your sound that sets you apart like do you use uh, any more of this sound or any less of this sound that might set you apart i feel like i try to put my personality in my music now so yeah that's that's gonna set me apart off rip okay um i feel like what set me apart now strong instrumentation i feel like a lot of producers now they don't really stress strong instrumentation i'm trying to okay. bring that i want to bring that back into the game that and what else like I just want to bring back the aspect that nothing is outdated in music, like period. Yeah, okay. yeah. Man, that's like so. Um, the one person I, that I saw bringing in strong instrumentation this is before uh, Dr. J. Pitt was Anderson Pop. Yeah, um, back when he was still called Breezy Lovejoy. Um, and I was listening to him way back when my first album I ever heard from him was o- was OBE Out of Body Experience back in twenty like twelve twenty thirteen. Um, and I saw a video of him. With the uh, with the live band, he works with the free man with the free nationals, which is the live band. Yeah, and he was literally like in the studio, like singing his little verse, and then the, the band like messed up on a chord or something. He ran out that studio, ran into the room with the band, and was like, "Yo, y'all did y'all need to do this that, and the third? You need to get your trumpets up a little bit." And he ran back in that joint, said, "Let's go," and he and they ripped it. And I was like, "Yo, yeah, that's live instrumentation, and that's why his that's why I always like this song so much." Because his instrumentation was always dope to me. And then he finally got picked up by Dre, um, like, a, a couple years later and all that. But I, I didn't know he was signed by Dre. Because I always heard about yeah. Anderson Pack, but I never knew, like, where he came from. Bro, he yeah. was... So I first heard of Anderson uh, Pack because back, back in high school, I was I was getting into battle rap. And um, Dumbfounded, who is a, 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 a Korean... Um, battle rapper was one of the first guys that I heard, and um, dumbfounded a lot of songs with Breezy Lovejoy. So I was like, "Oh, who's Breezy Lovejoy?" And uh, um, Breezy Lovejoy was Anderson Pack, but he didn't go by that name back then. Um, and he had a, a song called "Cell Phones," which was one of the first songs that I heard. That I was like, "Okay, this book can kind of sing." Um, and then I heard OBE, which was his first album. Uh, one, one of his first albums that came out and that joint I was like yo this joint is hot that's the one he got a, a Grammy for he get a Grammy no for no no o- no OBE was way long ago before oh, he, before he got ago. picked okay. up that was like one of his first joint. yeah yeah uh, um and I mean, like, that was, like, he was, like, my go-to artist, pretty much, uh, um, to listen to. His instrumentation was always hot. He could always really sing. He uh, he he didn't really rap back then, for real. Like, yeah. he had a couple of verses here and there, but he wasn't really a rapper. He was more of, like, a, a soul singer. Um, 
And I was just always listening to this guy because of that. And this was like heavy. I was still at Imhotep listening to this bull. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I think it was like 11th and then close to and getting into 12th grade. I was listening to uh, uh, Pat. Um, yeah, was listening to him and yeah, that was that was bull. I was listening to Dumbfounded and Anderson Pack heavy. Um, grade, that's when I went on like a whole like rap hiatus. I was listening to like a lot of Roy Ayers. I was on my old okay. Yeah, so I mean, everybody has a right hiatus, man. My my early teenage years, my my, my best friend will tell you I was listening to the rock music heavy. I was a heavy rock boy. I had a corn shirt you know, on. I, I like the I rock was, music too. Is it? Yeah. You got to give yourself a little bit of different, you know, expose yourself to different things. It's like, you know what I mean? If you if you only eat grass, you know what I mean? You, you only yeah, going to yeah. be a person that like grass. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what it's like to have chicken. You don't know what it's like to have shrimp. You know what I'm saying? So you can't say, oh, I don't like shrimp. You only eat grass, you, you know. What I'm saying? Grass, you only- so that's that's the thing. You gotta spread yourself, open yourself to to newer sounds, so that way, as even as a producer, you can expand. You know what I mean? You can, I can, you can have a little bit of um, a country sound in you. You have a little bit of pop sound in you. Got hip hop is already embedded in you. So then, when you hear these new things and you can resonate, let them resonate with you. You be like, all right. I'm gonna take these instruments that I heard in that country song, and I'm gonna mix it with this hip hop bass, and I'm gonna see what I come up with. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mixing mixing genres. Like, what's what's the uh, what's the kid name? Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. Yeah. That, yeah. Listen, yeah, that was I hear that song every day, at least yeah. twice a day, bro. bro. I'm not <laughs> tired of that. Joke. I'm not tired of it either. I, I'm not. I like <laughs> the song. I like the song. <laughs> I'm just saying. But those when when you see people that do things like this, that lets you know like it's inspiration and everything. So you can't just knock exactly. nothing. Yeah. So what? What are your uh, uh, musical inspirations outside of hip hop? Then outside of hip hop, oh man, you can't even say Prince and Mike not hip hop because they 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 they, they, uh, they true gangsters. They <laughs> true gangsters, yeah. Especially Mike, Mike from Gary. Yeah. Uh, people, people don't even know Gary kind of. Uh-huh. Uh But outside of hip hop, Radiohead. Oh, well, okay, okay. Uh, that came out of uh, Rage Against Machines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, outside of hip hop, outside of. Johnny Cash Johnny okay. Cash He a real gangster yeah. too I like Johnny uh-huh. Cash Oh man I can't name like The old Like oldies Like Black artists Like I wanna name Like Teddy Pendergrass Cause I feel like That's hip hop too in a, in a certain type of way So what, what makes you feel like uh, Some of these army people That you're naming Are hip hop Because they like Just inspired The whole culture Like Okay They kind of like Without them I feel like a lot of people Wouldn't be doing like Some things Like Marvin Gaye it's like a whole like vibrant flow he brought to the game that like yeah. everybody just go past. It's like okay, you could be a gangster that saying Curtis Mayfield, you could be a gangster that saying, uh huh, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. And a lot of them now they they like they gangsters, bro. Like yeah, yeah. But like I don't know, I don't really know too much about the rappers now. But like I always be hearing about like the whole R and B rapper. I mean, uh, singer. Oh man, like, you, yeah. so so the rappers now you feel like they're all like 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 six nines waiting to happen. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't see that. I definitely wouldn't see that. Well, I was so um, I kind of feel that way about like like so um, I was talking to my cousin uh, like last week about like six nine for a second, and I feel and, and when I look on his Instagram, a lot of the, the people that his friends recommend him listen to are like all rappers that I feel like if they were to get in, in jail or whatever, get into a situation, yeah. they would tell just like how six nine would tell. They would just not yeah. be gangster, right? So. Um, like, 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 I feel like 
I don't want to put him up there like, but I feel like Lil Pump would do that. I feel like <laughs> uh, Lil Skies is like Skies. might be oh, might do something like that. Anybody got Lil in their name right now and and their uh, hair is like colored in, <laughs> like it, it, it's a rap for them. Like they're gonna like, sing. I feel like Uzi. Well, Uzi is here, not Donald. I feel like Uzi real. Yeah, I don't really well, know Uzi, he, but I, I feel this music. I feel like he, bro. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to hold my, my yeah. Uzi comments. Everybody has, later everyone show. has their, you know, vanity side, bro. See, I, I think what people get confused nowadays is the difference between fake and vanity. So there's a difference. See, being fake is when you know you're completely not this person you know you don't do this you know you don't do these things you know you know it and yet you say you are you act like you are you put it as the appearance as you are that's faking that's completely faking that's something you're not vanity is when you have it's like when a job calls you versus when your homeboy call you you see what i'm saying when a homeboy call you yo what's up bro when a job calls you, hi, this is so and so. How can I help you? You see what I'm saying? That's not fake. That's called vanity. I'm a, I'm appropriating myself for whatever situation I'm facing currently at the time. So, which happens with artists is there's a business aspect to this. So, an artist, just because you know me, you know my name, you follow my career, don't mean we're friends. So I'm not going to treat you. I'm not going to say, hey, what's up, bro, to you. No, I'm going to say, hi, how are you doing? I'm going to give you that job feel. And to you, it's going to seem like I'm fake. But in reality, this is my job. This is the vanity I'm trained to give someone of your caliber. I don't know you. Exactly. So yeah. that's how it was when I had my first day. I'm, well, actually, no, I feel like uh, I just like have a habit of saying my whole name. Like you already know that. Like I have a habit. Of, yeah, I say Isaac Patterson. The six. Yeah. So like when I when I when I walked into that to that Walmart and everything, I don't work for Walmart, but I'm but the Walmart employees there. Like I like I work with them and selling phones and all that. And like I, I went up, walked up to one of them, and I was like, "Oh, my name is Isaac. I want my name is Isaac Patterson. Want to be helping with you?" She was like, well, "What's your name, Patterson?" And I was like, "No, my my first name is Isaac." She's like, "Why did you say your whole name?" And I'm like, "That's the I professionalism." Just, yeah, like I like I, I'm just used That's to doing that. Yeah. And then like like I don't know I, I I saw that that there was like they thought that I was being fake because of that, right? But but I feel like they didn't know that that's just like you know that's, that's the part vanity, of yeah. You, like, and the reason I call it vanity is because vanity the the definition is mirroring image. So when you the vanity like your vanity when you look into the mirror you see a reflection of yourself. So that's isn't you? No, it's the reflection of you. So I'm giving you a reflection of myself. I'm not giving you me. So it's not I'm not necessarily right, right, being fake. I'm giving you a reflection of me, a version of me for this situation. That's all. It's not me being fake. I mean, if we want to be cool, we just get cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um what's next up for for produced by Mars, man? What's going on? Uh, with you? what's next up right now? We're going to uh GME2 by Ranshaw. Uh you can look out for the AOE tape that's coming out okay. soon. Uh right now, what else? Young Ali coming soon. Be on the lookout for her. Okay. Uh let, it, let us know where you, we can find you at on all platforms. You can find me on Instagram at produced by Mars underscore underscore. You can find me on Twitter. I just made my Twitter uh, Mars One Beats. Okay, boom. Yes. And then why'd you pick Mars? I picked Mars because I it just fit with me. It okay. definitely fit with me. My uh, my dad actually got it from uh Spike Lee. Because like I used to play basketball a lot, but I wasn't never really that good. I was always like a you know the talker. Yeah. Okay. And, like, if you see like uh like the Mars like videos, he will always just talk. 
It right. wasn't really like a bother. <laughs> so my dad would be like, man, get out of here, Mars. You just be talking, man. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, I got it from that. Okay, okay. And um, so basically, this is what I'm going to say last. This is what I'm going to say last. So um, that was Mars, bro. Thank you for coming out to the Thank show, bro. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, man. Because you're actually our first producer that we had on the show, isn't it? First producer we had on the show, yeah. Yeah, Hopefully well, just the producing time. their own. Because, you know, a couple of people, a couple of artists, you know, they produce yeah, they their produce own too. albums. Yeah, and, but first, uh, like, you were strictly producer. Producer, yeah. Oh, man, um, <laughs> and then you making great, great songs, too, man. Yes, Your yes. beats are always this hot, man. getting better. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's what, that's what I like to see, man, that evolution yeah. in you. I feel like I feel like you are one that uh, is, is, like we were talking about before, also a perfectionist. And you're just going to keep on improving your music over time and all that right. because you want it to be the best that it could possibly be. Yeah. Um, um, and let that be the, 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 the driving force, bro. Um, so we are actually going to leave out with um, a song that, that, you, that you made up, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, yeah that you produced. Who's on the track? Unstoppable uh, by Swipe uh, featuring Super Ice Cool J. Really? Okay. Yes. Yeah, Super Ice Cold J. I know him. That's a uh, 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 that's a guy that, that that lives around my way. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Super Ice Cold J. Lives around my way and all that. And, and that's a bull that um he actually recorded uh the intro for this for the show. Oh wow, that's yeah. crazy. So yeah. when I went and did the um um like my little tag for the for the beginning of the show, uh-huh. I was in his crib like like doing the tag and all. that. Uh, he had you in the basement with it. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that that basement grungy too. Yeah, that basement is grungy. Yeah. <laughs> no, we definitely made some heat in that basement, man. Yeah. Hey, look, yeah. the yeah, best the best you. is made in the basement, man. Yeah. It's always made it for some Yo. reason. It's out of a basement or an attic or something like that's that. Like, that's like the best come up vibes, bro. Like the basement, it's like a certain type of like feel you get. You just put you in your grind. Yeah, you in your laboratory. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So this is Unstoppable by Swiping Super Ice Cold J, produced by Mars, man. It's Ice Predator in the Six and Jay So Guapo on the mic. Signing Sign out next out. week. We're going to have Swaggyano, another producer, Swaggyano, on the show, man. Peace out, y'all. Have a good one. When the gray skies replace the sunny days, you gotta make a way. Everybody got a motivation to their paper chase. Salute to my haters, cuz they embrace my faith. Growth comes with change and they can't erase what I became. I inspire those around me with no intentions. I'm a visionary. Pain is temporary. I'ma have a strong finish and be flying every photo in my obituary. I wake up like it's the 16th of January. Transcending everything I do is in a classic. Can't get caught up in the zone, life is moving faster. I ain't get the antenna wall to put my mom on that plasma. That's the reason I be snapping. I said I'm with the games we missing. Man, I'm a cougar on a mission. I said I'm with the games we missing. I'm a cougar on a mission. I said I'm with the games we missing. I'm a cougar on a mission. I said I'm with the games we missing. Cause I'm a cougar on a mission. Any loss I ever took, you can bet that I got it back. Nowadays I don't trip, it's like all of that. They do a lot to do little like Kyler Pratt. And my grind full circle is spinning this like a laundromat. More serious than a heart attack. My thoughts like they important, they like swipe, how you thought of that? So shorty took my baseball cards, cause I got other stats. And she told me she was interested before she heard that I rap. Putting bread on my friend's books, we bouncing moves off the payphone. My wedding party spray phone when they back home. Free up.
I just gotta watch how I maneuver. maneuver. And who gon' teach you when you intelligent than your tutor? And who gon' input you when you smoother than your plug? My only option is to flip it, so, so I get it. You, you know what's up. up. Every time I do it better than what they thought it was. Haters are confused, feeling from the heart. So it's always love. Cause I'm, I said I'm with the games with missions. Man, I'm a cougar on the missions. I said I'm with the games with missions. I'm a cougar on the missions. I said I'm with the games of missing. I'm a cougar on a mission. I said I'm with the games of missing. Cause I'm a cougar on a mission.